Welcome to episode 170 of Nobody Special. In this episode, we talk about Marvel's What If and the Emergent Church. The Gospel Outpost presents Nobody Special. Hey everyone, welcome to Nobody Special, to Nobody's talking about the somebody who matters. I'm Danny, your host and multiverse specialist of Nobody Special. And I'm Caleb, you're the host of Nobody Special. This is the podcast where two generations of people talk about God, pop culture, politics, and everything in between, all not taking any of it too seriously. Who are you? I what am are you doing the normal here? timeline version of... Are you? <laughs> How long <laughs> has it been? We've had a few... I honestly, yeah. I meant to look this up, and I, I think, can't. I think that I, oh wait, what? Mm-hmm. You did last episode by yourself. Did I do the one before that by myself? No. No, we did that one together, and then we had two apart. And then you had one by yourself, and then the one before that, I was by myself. Mm-hmm. Wow, it's been a wild ride for us. You'll I've, have to bear with us, because me and Danny's, well not Danny, me, <laughs> my schedule um, is... Really, just blowing up. Got some I'm a popular guy. Well, <laughs> it has really. some things in it. <laughs> it has some things in it. Yeah, no, it's it's um yeah, it'll be a fun season. But we're gonna try some experimental things, keep mm-hmm. the podcast going, and yes, uh, drag it through whatever. I'm sorry, the only thing I'm thinking in my head is like super dark. <laughs> drag it through whatever death it's enduring. That's not what I mean to say at all. <laughs> wow. I know. Super dark. Let me have some more of this and see if my mood changes. Yeah, yeah. But we are uh, okay, finally Caleb, back do together. Know, do you know the brand of coffee this is? Um, The best part of waking up. Whoever wants to give us money. Is Folgers so, in our cup. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're back together. Mm-hmm. We are. After a minor breakup. Yeah, we were talking about this, how when you do episodes alone, sorry, episode alone, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you send, you tend to say normal and nice things about me. Mm-hmm. I, on the other hand, opt to just start stuff. Yeah. So like mine, I said, Caleb and I are not fighting, which the only reason you would ever you know kind of clarify that is if you're definitely fighting you mm-hmm. know uh and y- it was just a few other things i think on one episode i said like caleb is no longer with us today and people yeah. i actually got messages like did caleb die I'm like no i'm just a jerk <laughs> it's different i know danny likes emotionally manipulating you guys no 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 i just have not um oh i said on another episode that you were stuck in a hole Mm-hmm. Just he's stuck in a hole, which that was my favorite excuse. Because like, why wouldn't I get you? That just seems rude. Fun but. fact: the w- way I gave myself away that I was about to quit one of my jobs was that I was talking to my boss, mm-hmm. and I said, I, I I pulled him aside to talk, and I was like, "Don't worry, I'm not quitting." <laughs> and then when I actually did quit, he's like, mm-hmm. "I knew that you were going to quit because you said that one time." Don't worry, said, don't worry, I'm not quitting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's certain things. Thing. I mean, this is a thing I've had to explain to a few people too that. Occasionally, by clarifying something, you put the thought in someone's head. I mean, Mm -hmm. if on this podcast I go, Caleb, I just need to tell you, I've never murdered someone. 
you should yeah. straight up check. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? You oh, for be, sure. Like, well, no one was asking that, though. No one thought that. And I've seen so many people just kind of go. I Actually, as a youth pastor, I've caught kids on stuff because they said, like, mm-hmm. no, but I wasn't doing drugs. We weren't anywhere near that conversation. I mean, that's some Edgar Allan Poe telltale yes. heart beating under the floor board kind of thing of of like okay actually as 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 a joke this is a true story there was a kid i was talking to and i was just bringing up as a joke hey do you do drugs no do you drink no are you having sex no <laughs> like that's pretty good but that's a a classic we were joking here and now i have to pivot and have a hard conversation (laughs) hey but it's it's also good at the same time while you said no with your mouth (laughs) your tone told me the opposite was occurring (laughs) yeah and that's happened a couple of times actually there was um this is not in our notes. I just find these stories funny. Uh, just on a hunch, uh, something I I I thought a kid had done a thing. Just on a hunch, and I was just like mm-hmm. thinking through it, praying through it, and I said like, "Hey, um, I know that y- you did this." Mm-hmm. You know, as I'm driving the kid home, and kid goes like, "Oh man, who told?" <laughs> wow, you did, bud just right now and he's like really i'm like yeah i had i was shooting in the dark here he's like wow okay i'm like yeah so now let's have the real conversation but seriously you You may call it shooting in the dark but danny has i that is definitely your spiritual gift is discernment because there's times where i don't even have to like open my mouth and you're like hey how's this going and i'm like it's going bad (laughs) Whatever that may be. So, like, all right. Or you'll, like, text me sometimes. That's You get me through text a lot, too. I mean, you haven't recently, if I'm being honest, but, like. All right. (laughs) But I'm saying, in the past, it's been been very. You've been slacking recently, though. (laughs) I've gotten away with a lot of stuff. (laughs) Guess who's on drugs now because you won't text me. All right. Let's hold on. Yeah. No, I, I mean, like. I don't know. So like, listen. I don't talk about this one this much. This is a uh, this is weird. So one of the things I feel is unfair, and a thing I've been working on is sometimes God speaks things that the only thing I'm supposed to do is pray, mm-hmm. and I w- want people to have the option to lie to me. Does that make sense? I know that sounds really horrifying, but. I want yeah. them to have the option of thinking they got away with it. And there's a couple of people. Do you I'm, want that or do you want people to tell you themselves what they're going to or something like that? Both. Yeah, I mean, so there's, you know, there's a person who thinks, I have to be very careful how I say all of these things now, who, who, who he needs to be prepared to own up to the thing that he's doing and me calling him out on it will just push him deeper in Mm -hmm. and close out and oh yeah yeah there's people like that so for now i'm just praying until god says something closer like hey 
you know I told you that thing to act on it, right? I was like, oh, sorry, boss. You know, <laughs> until then. But until then, he and and he thinks he's getting away with it, and even had that post. Like, do you know the time if you tell a lie and you're sure it goes over, so you kind of get this smirk on your face, like five minutes after, like, all right, I'm in the clear. He even did that, and I'm just like, oh, mm-hmm. you poor child. Like, <laughs> you're so. <laughs> You're fine, but I I don't know. As I was thinking about it, and I I'm not trying to like pick on this person, but um, they weren't trying to lie to me. They were trying to lie to themselves. Mm-hmm. And until they get to that point of they're just trying to lie to me and not themselves, um, then then I'll call them out if 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 that's the thing. Does that I feel yeah, like that no, sounds that terrible? Makes, like, no, it makes sense. I think yeah. that oftentimes we lie because we want to alter reality for ourselves, so. right? Or not deal. Yeah, just push it away you know? with the thing, mm-hmm. uh, and and create these. Oh, I know what you were doing now too. Darn it! Uh, create these alternate timelines. You did it better. Go ahead. <laughs> I actually was. I was genuinely. Were you not? I was I not. I genuinely thought you were trying to <laughs> no. pivot to the multiverse. I was like, wait, what are you talking about? I genuinely thought you were trying to pivot to the multiverse. There, I was so proud Here, of let you. me do it. Let me do it. All right. Um, oftentimes we lie to alter the reality for ourselves. I disagree. Just I- like, <laughs> just like WandaVision. You know, if you've seen that show, nope. she she's nope. lying to herself. Oh, okay. And what she did is broke the multiverse. A step. No, she didn't. And well, she she, she added. Not. No, nope. you're right. Sure Gosh. didn't. You added a step here. And I actually you, pivoted you myself added, away from what I'm trying to transition to. <laughs> Just like there can be multiple realities. To be clear, we're not cutting any of this out. Like, oh yeah, this is I know. Also, okay. Like, <laughs> And and also, there's a show that's been doing that lately called What If, brought to you by Marvel, where it explores alternate reality of the comic book timelines. Stupid podcast. <laughs> I'm really see. This is why I leave transitions to you because I can't do that, John. You were right there. One division. I'm like, what? What are we doing? All right. So the Disney show, what if, is a part of the MCU? I don't even think that's I think true. I think it's MCU. Because like, they're not touching anything that the MCU hasn't touched, right? Well, Like, at least from the trailer that I watched. Well, all right. Here, we'll get into that. Because that actually gets into my opinions on this. But uh, it follows the story of the Watcher, who um, views the different strands of the multiverse and doesn't uh, get in it and 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 do anything but he's just he's just there watching just like us are watching. we the watcher no oh absolutely not so it's so, you've, you've watched the show correct? yes th- uh, so three, is it episodes. formatted in a way where the watcher like the show is tied together because of the watcher or is it just like random things each episode so it tells alternate stories of the ways things could have gone if small things changed. So in mm-hmm. one of the stories, um, uh, instead of Captain America, it becomes Peggy, Captain Peggy, Captain Britain, Captain Carter. Captain Carter. Thank you. If, if I talk enough, I will <laughs> definitely get there. Uh, Captain Carter. And it's just small choices. And then they play that out and, and tell a story in the middle of that. And every now and then there'll be just kind of a picture of the watcher in the background, and he's not oh. interfering; he's just watching. And it's a whole idea of 
small changes, create the multiverse, and and there's branching paths that go off, and um, you and know, if you haven't watched the MCU like Marvel mm-hmm. movies, then this is going to be confusing to you. But the recently they've been diving into this like this um, idea and story mm-hmm. plot that there's a multiverse mm-hmm. and that there's things that are happening and and so this is kind of like i guess tying into that maybe not connected to the mcu yeah so like but like just kind of exploring these ideas of like what could happen so 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 part of it is it begs the question is this canon mm-hmm. um but because it's the multiverse like yes and no it's like you know this isn't the prime time the the question is is like, the watcher canon i guess because he's in the comics i know but like is he canon within mcu he is canon in the comics obviously but. so okay so we're about to say a lot of dumb stuff okay let's do it because it's animated i don't view this as canon <laughs> oh gosh you sound like one of the people who's against the clone wars i'm not against the clone wars i actually think that's canon it is canon yeah i'm fine so with it was rebels right i'm fine with that but this you're not okay with yes correct that's cartoonist all right cartoonist that's just a job <laughs> it's a job, that's just a job. <laughs> i tried to make a joke and then um failed failed yeah, yeah. just because it's, it's, it's a real thing <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what word you're but looking for thing. but it's failure no uh, so i is it canon i say no just because it's this idea of of well this is how it could have gone and i'm, I'm never so like People enjoy this as a cartoon, and it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I it's okay to me. This comes off as Marvel fan fiction uh, mm-hmm. of just fan fiction has a very negative connotation. Correct, it. and I am aware of it before I said the word. Okay, kid. yeah, yeah, fan fiction, which you should never read mm-hmm. um, unless you. Mm, no, I'm not going to finish that joke. Uh, <laughs> Unless you want to spoil your childhood. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, is is just like, whoa, well, but what if this happened? And then you just... And then the next thing that you know, Sonic the Hedgehog is kissing Peach from Mario. I don't want to talk about that one. Just carry on. Yeah, yeah oh, carry gosh. on with that one. Um, I broke my brain for a second. Yeah, don't... Do... do yeah. Do not Google that one for everything good in the world. Leave it alone. For sure. I uh, haven't watched any of this. Danny has. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I could see how it could be viewed as that. But where I would think it's different is the fact that it is, like, made by Marvel and produced by them officially. Is, is it produced by Kevin Feige? I actually don't know that. But Kevin it's Feige made it's made is, by a an official Marvel stamped thing, if that makes sense. Well, yes, but that has a few different th- I mean there are other things that have that. Like that terrible Fantastic Four movie had that. That's true. But um, that that was and, because of and, Sony. And for we being don't, honest here. We don't talk about that. Oh, they it's cool that they got a bunch of the actors yeah. from the MCU. Not all of them. Makes me Some think. Of them. Yeah, go to directors. I don't know. They moved all the things. IMDb moved everything, and now I can't scroll. Okay. Sorry, keep talking. I'll get there eventually. Um, 
Yeah, so I don't know what I was saying, but I'm going to keep talking. Yeah, it's so like my, my, I don't know. I just, I have this problem on things that are called counterfactuals of just, well, what if this happened? Mm -hmm. I know, but it didn't. I mean, like that's the thing. And this also, and we're super not going to get into this on this episode because it's, we don't even have the time for that. Um, plays into my theory on even the multiverse mm-hmm. uh, that I know eh, what within Marvel or within real life, real life. Um, <laughs> like I'm not, you know, there's the two competing theories of time travel. The first is multiverse and the other is time is a fixed constant. I tend to fall in the time is a fixed constant camp. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But with super, let's not get into that <laughs> if we could. It is uh, a wild thought. Yeah. But so, the reason that makes me think that this is kind of cool in a way is mm-hmm. because they're exploring the multiverse within the MCU movies, mm-hmm. which are the big boys, you could say. Um and and i think that it is not um unintentional that they brought this up in this time right where they posted kind of moving into another topic mm-hmm. um the spider-man oh i don't know the far from part. home far from home trailer no teaser no way home no way home is that the name of it wow yeah that's epic cuz far from home is just London. Which, if you're in, into the MCU and haven't watched this trailer yet or teaser, I recommend it. Unless you just want to be completely surprised. But it is super interesting. Mm-hmm. And and they also, the Loki show brought up the the organization that puts timelines back in order and mm-hmm. stuff. And TBA, Time Variance Authority. And so, I don't think it's a coincidence. Do you? Um... I feel like it's going to be canon. I think and it's they're, and they're kind of thematic. Well, it's canon in the sense that it didn't happen, and because it's the multi exactly right reverse for sure. Happen. I guess part the the other part of this that I actually don't. It, it's fine. It's a fine show, but mm-hmm. the episodes are so small. They're like twenty five minutes each, mm. um, because they're still tacking on the ten minutes of credits that you for some reason have to put on Disney Plus shows. Hey guys, figure that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, but they're 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 tacking those things on and it ends up being this it it's just it's fast they don't take time to make y- you understand or even care about these new characters because they are new characters yeah. um i mean just based on choices they've done and all that they are new characters and it's too fast paced they're cramming too much in they're not taking time to you know build up a story they're not telling a consistent story they're just doing these small like but what if uh black black panther was uh peter quill well it's not if he's peter quill it's if he was taken up what if he's star lord there you go and like what if they got what uh what if they got him instead of Peter? Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Well, that, that does seem to be like, the... They didn't, though. Like, they, they didn't. They they seem to be switching characters instead of just alternating plot points, I guess. Right. Which is interesting because... A bit lazy. <laughs> like, yeah. What, what I, if, I think it's in- what if more Iron interesting. Man, than- what if all the Avengers died? And that was the most... 
yeah that was the thing one. i saw in the trailer i don't know if it's out yet it's like the zombie mm-hmm. episode that looks fun yeah right? yeah that could be cool i'm gonna but watch I don't, it i don't know it's 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 fine i'm just not as pumped about it as other people are like oh my gosh it's so good i'm like it's it's okay but it isn't building towards anything. I don't think it's adding anything to the bigger story mm-hmm. other than there's a guy that just pays attention and doesn't do anything, that there is a multiverse, but these are things we already knew. Right. Um, especially because they're adding in Doctor Strange in the multiverse madness. They're adding in the multiverse in Spider-Man No Way Home and just they're doing all these things and, and they're not being... I'm actually getting kind of concerned because they're not being consistent about it either in that everyone is just breaking the timeline now. Like, no one cares. You know, Mm -hmm. uh, Tony Stark figured out time travel and everyone went, well, I want to break it too, you know. Mm -hmm. And now everyone is breaking the timeline. Danny is referencing the Spider-Man trailer, Mm -hmm. which is looks great. To me, absolutely, I'm so pumped for this. Yeah, Doctor Strange is the coolest character in the MCU, yeah. mm-hmm. and I stand by that. I actually, dressed up as him when right. I was in high school for, uh, I don't know, some Halloween put the thing picture up if you have it. Yeah, I'll put it. I'll put it on YouTube, I guess. I'm, yes, <laughs> I'm not proud, but I'm also very. Proud. It, no, it was pretty dope. <laughs> Be um, proud of that. I'm also just because I'm proud of my Infinity Gauntlet. I'm gonna put that there too. So if you're on YouTube, check that out. Um. I, I'm a big Marvel geek, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, Doctor Strange is the coolest, hands down. And getting to see him interact with my favorite Marvel character, mm-hmm. uh, Spider-Man, is going to be my favorite thing ever. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really pumped for that. And it looks Absolutely. insane. And I think it leading up... I like how they're putting Doctor Strange in here to lead up to his movie, too. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's just going to be so cool. Like this, yeah. this is getting me excited again. Seeing yeah. all these steps because yes. after Infinity War, the series, like all of these movies, just felt kind of empty and pointless. Right, and and I think they knew that they needed to build up to something quick. Right, and they're super smart for doing that because I they, honestly wasn't well, interested. Yeah, they are built. They're building to like three different things, um, except in mm-hmm. the cartoon, which it's not building to anything. Right. And, and, not and, that we know and that's the yet. other part is it's, it's not, not finished yeah but it's not it's what are you gonna do if they make some very obvious connection to the MCU at the end they won't they won't no absolutely not it's a story of these are one-offs that's all it is it's in it's other stuff and the guy doesn't intervene it's just this is how it is so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know I it could maybe it'll finish better I don't know um, you know the other part is from from the Spider-Man trailer that it's we now don't really get a, a consistent answer on how they're breaking time and creating the multiverse. Mm-hmm. There are now like two or three competing ways they've done that out of three. Um, yeah. And so this is kind of, it's like, okay, how many times are we going to break time? Do we? <laughs> so mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about Spider-Man coming out. Uh, that's going to be fantastic. I'm actually super pumped about it. Yeah. But I am kind of, getting to a place of nervousness because they're having to start the problems of, okay, in introducing all these characters, we have to have that other problem of why didn't you do anything against Thanos? Uh, and they had that in the, the, the Eternals trailer, they tried to explain, mm-hmm. it's like, we were not allowed to intervene. Come on. <laughs> I don't know anything about the Eternals. I, I uh, It's starring I Angelina Jolie, and that's really all Who you need that? to know. 
Brad Pitt's ex-wife? Current I wife? I don't know. She played in Tomb Raider. I know the name. I don't know uh, the, her face. She was in Beowulf? Wait, Rachel McAdams. What is she in? Doctor Strange? No way. She was in the yes. first one. She was? Yes. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Sorry for my brain fart. But, Caleb, what if she wasn't? Oh, my gosh. New episode. Yeah. What if she wasn't? But you might be wondering, how does this, how does any of this tie to anything practical in life? Me oh gosh. too. No. Uh, so, so, you know, as I was thinking about this part of my, com- not complaint, but, um, you know the entire program of what if gets into this idea of of just asking these questions and seeing how they play out and in the late 90s early 2000s there there was a a group of young pastors uh, i think we've talked about a few of them on the podcast before but they did this kind of a similar thing in a movement called the emergent church emerging Mm -hmm. church there's a slight difference between the two of them i don't remember which is which but they they would stop and ask these questions like all right but what if Mm -hmm. um and and which danny touched on in our past episode that we were together with joshua harris yeah he's he's no he's actually not Oh, now, now he's vulnerable. now he is. <laughs> um, but but they they did all these pensive things of saying like, well, what if though instead of believing this, Jesus is actually this, and 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 and, and does this change our theology at all? Mm-hmm. And and to me, these conversations can be fun, but are ultimately kind of pointless. Right. Um. And 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 created a lot of tension unneeded tension as people began to uh you know put down the foundations of deconstruction of faith of questioning mm-hmm. assumptions that don't really need to be questioned right a question not assumptions but just like you know the foundations of the faith uh the the um the newer push towards the erosion of the authority of scripture also started right. in this and these are the brian mclaren's um, you know these kinds of people. I'm tr- I'm trying to think of a few others, but that they created this movement that it was about challenging all the assumptions, and that church in the past has just gotten it incorrect. Um, mm. and at at its core, I felt that that was arrogant. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And and I think there's a thing to be stated to put down a foundation of faith. Um, that doesn't a need to have the assumptions challenged or not. There's a better way to put it that I just haven't been able to think of. Of, of I, th- I think it's okay to challenge the assumptions, but the, the, there comes a point that you have to take things on faith that this emergent church just kept asking questions beyond the point of the questions being yeah. helpful. You have to be, I mean, uh, for me, I, I find it helpful to just, you have to keep yourself within some sort of boundaries. Mm-hmm. And... And when you don't do that, mm-hmm. it gets dangerous and yeah. conversation becomes unprofitable mm-hmm. and and not um, uplifting or anything like that. It mm-hmm. just becomes, uh, it means deconstruction in a way. Well, And it's a useless mental exercise right. instead of a faith building activity. I mean, I, and, and, and this is why this movement i feel it was very 
a destructive in a subtle kind of a manner is is because it took a thing that is good of actually asking questions of our faith um Mm -hmm. of 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 being able to understand it and asking those questions and bringing them to god i've been very consistent that i'm okay even having doubts because doubts mean i'm thinking um but when i have these doubts to bring them straight to god Mm -hmm. the problem is at this point it didn't um it didn't put boundaries on the things to keep them protected mm-hmm. uh it didn't put the the uh, the guides up there there are certain things in church that you have to challenge the assumptions on i mean you know a church can be a church and not do hymns or or play an organ also a church can be a church and um just do hymns and have a choir i mean these mm-hmm. th- these are assumptions that they have to be challenged on both ends i think that's both critically important to do that mm-hmm. but to get past that to uh, to start to question well is the bible actually the word of god and is christ actually the the one and only begotten child of god mm-hmm. then then that's very very problematic i've found yeah and, and it's really sad to see where a lot of these people have gone and showed up. I think a really helpful resource, if you want to learn more about this, um, and I guess what you would call it, what, like progressive Christianity. Would you say that that falls into this? Where would I put the emergent church? Um, they tended to be more progressive. I would label them more as chaotic uh, Christianity. Um, yeah. And, and there's a really good movie that talks, or documentary, you could mm-hmm. call it. There's the first one, which is Christ Alone. Uh, it's the American Gospel series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so if you haven't watched the first one, watch that. But the second mm-hmm. one talks a lot about um, progressive Christianity. And I remember watching it and really just being super thrown off and grossed out just by a lot of these ideas and it's sad to see where these people have ended up yeah where it's not even oh yeah they, it's not they, even a faith anymore yeah it's it's them building this i mean like we talked about earlier building this reality that isn't even mm-hmm. logical or makes sense where mm-hmm. if, if you're gonna rip the bible apart that much you might as well just like get yeah. rid of it all together yeah like why are you sticking around at all at this point there's a professor at UNC Chapel Hill, I think. A guy's name is Bart Ehrman. Professor Bart Ehrman. And teaches an intro to the New Testament or something. Intro to Bible. I don't know. And and at a point, to be clear, Bart Ehrman, there are textbooks that Bart Ehrman penned alongside Bruce Metzger that are still employed to this day. And they're about three decades old. They are phenomenal as far as biblical interpretation goes and the process right. and un- understanding it and going through all those steps. But at, at a point, a thing occurred and he just kept going mm-hmm. and questioned too many things, even the point of the authority of Scripture instead of... Hey, look, we both, we both did um, this time. <laughs> and and it, it was questioning the authority of Scripture instead of... of, of of understanding that this is the word of God. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and it started to doubt that. And now in, 
in his class that he teaches, he, the stated goal is to get people to disbelieve that the Bible is true and accurate. Mm-hmm. And that is his stated goal. And, 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 and he thinks that he's doing this great job because of, um, of, of, of all, all, all the people that he's gotten to believe this, but he's just uh, picking on emotionally confused 18 year olds because it's a freshman level course and it's Mm -hmm. totally unfair because he can't actually hold his own in a conversation to anybody at his same skill level. Mm -hmm. Oops. I think a lot of this comes from um, a super, super heavy ended theology based faith and i think that's dangerous and i would Mm -hmm. warn against that to anyone that if you were if you're super into studying theology and and you love reading all the books all that Mm -hmm. stuff like that is good but what Mm -hmm. other ways are you feeding your faith in what ways are you trusting god with without feeling like you have to understand everything Mm -hmm. because i think you i i can say this and probably you too there's a lot of things that you just can't understand and and it's better that way for my faith personally mm-hmm. to just leave it that way. And I think that's where these people um, just dove too deep. And mm-hmm. when you dive that deep, I think you just lose sight of um, of God and, and Christ and what He did for us on the cross. And, and it, it's it's what the Bible mm-hmm. says: a childlike faith is not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. A simple faith is not a bad thing because we are trusting fully in mm-hmm. God. And I think when I see things like this, I think it's just the, the pendulum of theology has swung the other direction to where we become too knowledge hungry um, and, and become what we think is wise due to anything, due to something that is not God. Right. And, and I think it so, just kicks back. So if I am trying to, to classify and quantify the problem in this... Mm-hmm. Um, is especially in 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 that time that people said like, what if though? But maybe the Holy Spirit like, what if it's 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 the same thing as a Mother Gaia, which by the way has been stated and is a bonker. <laughs> like, shh, quiet, you're dumb. Um, it's not. Stop. But uh, it's it's this idea of, you know, I I think it comes back to pride. I think it's the same thing of. I know better than the authorities mm-hmm. and structures that are put in place. Right. Even the revelation of God himself. Because I I don't think that the problem is depth. I think that the problem is pride. Mm-hmm. That it gets easier to be prideful as there is depth. Right. Um, so I guess that's kind of I'm kind of nuancing the thing that you're stating a little bit. No, uh, for um, sure, I agree. It's 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 that by by studying they get to this conclusion that I'm the smartest thing out there, mm-hmm. or I'm able to ask these what if questions. But what if the church could all could only be intense, and it was mm-hmm. just tense, and and they would explore this and think like. Oh, but what if though? That's mm-hmm. so smart. What in, if we in were doing just that? Intense? And and then it was it it became prideful to mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Uh, and and it it they they abandoned the things that made the church the church in an effort to explore their own creativity instead of the creativity of Christ. Right. And in doing this, like, if you'll see, 
if you research a lot of these ideas and mm -hmm. new waves of Christianity out there, um, a lot have sprouted sprout off of like Rob Bell too is a big name. He was emerged. Emerge, <laughs> emerge, emer, emergent church. Yeah, I think that's it. Well, there's emergent, emergent and emerging, and they were at the same time. In emergent. A, well, I keep going. Sorry, but anyways, all of the a lot of these ideas, not all of them, a lot of these ideas. You look at these people stating these ideas and and trying to back them up with scripture, but you will see and and just from hearing the base of their thoughts. Mm -hmm scriptures will pop up in mm -hmm. your mind immediately right. that just go completely against that. And, and that's, what's crazy is, is they become very blindsided. A lot mm -hmm. of these people right. to what the Bible is actually saying. They, they try and interpret it in a different way that the context is completely off from what that verse is actually talking about. Mm -hmm. And, and you can do that. You can nitpick and snip parts of the Bible out, but right. it leads to this. And it's, it's crazy because right. If you know, if you know God's word, you're able to sense these things and and hear mm -hmm. where they're wrong. Yeah, and and it's it's scary. Yeah, I mean, it kind of is. They 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 neglect the thing that makes the church the church and the foundation that it's built on. And this it was a problem. I mean, this has been a problem all throughout history. Uh, but in coming together, it it was this issue of our unity is based in a thing that goes beyond us it's it's based in a thing bigger than a me it's not based on mm -hmm. a, my ability or intellect or any of that it's actually based on a bigger thing and i know the church in ephesus they struggled through this also in trying to bring all the people together mm -hmm. they, 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 they had to bring them together on a very specific thing that it was bigger than all of them and so in ephesians right. 2 19 through 22 caleb do you want to give it a read yeah so then you were no longer strangers and aliens, but you were fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. Built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone, in whom the whole structure, being joined together, grows into a holy temple in the Lord. In him you, are also, you, you also are being built together into a dwelling place for God by the Spirit. So there does come a point that, I mean, it mentions in this that the uh, the uh, they came together on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets, mm -hmm. but that Christ Jesus is the cornerstone. And so these uh, movements that get past the, 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 the things of Christ, because all the apostles, they're, they're going out on behalf of Christ. They are... Uh, Christ is is the person that apostles them out, that sends them out, and mm -hmm. and the prophets. Jesus even stated, "All the prophets they talk about me." Um, so all those things point to Christ. And if I get to conclusions that Christ disagrees in Scripture, mm -hmm. um, and and yeah, which we can totally get into that too, because that is a that you know, that is a a difficult sentence, but if I'm starting to claim things that scripture disagrees on, mm -hmm. then I'm, I'm getting into this problem of straying too far out of this, um, Orthodox Christianity, if I can call it that, that if I get to a conclusion that is the opposite of the thing scripture tells us, then I need to backpedal that a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Yeah. Being built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, it means I'm coming under the authority of them in order that they point to Christ. Mm-hmm. And if I'm unable to do that, then I need to understand that the things I'm carrying are not the best and, and are ultimately detrimental to our well-being. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm I'm thinking of a few arguments that that the church is 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 going through now of of um they're they're making statements based on well if the church keeps that then these people are offended and i'm like being offended isn't actually the proper uh foundation the foundation is christ and the apostles and the prophets mm-hmm and, and if I abandon the foundational principles of what brings us together, then all I get is chaos in church and asking, what if, though? Right. Because the, these types of movements tended to start to question things that Scripture, I feel, was very clear on. Right. And it just created chaos and doubt in a system that really couldn't take either. I think in order, in order to be a a useful and be in a mm-hmm. useful mindset and be in right community, um, in right prayer, in right relationship with God, we mm-hmm. have to be humble mm-hmm. because if we go into reading the word with, um, preconceived notions of mm-hmm. what it means, um, then we're not going to put ourselves and submit to scripture. We're going to let, we're going to slip out yeah. and we're going to believe these things and, and neglect other parts of scripture because we think, right. like you said, it all comes back to pride. We right. think that we have more knowledge than what God is saying. But obviously in this verse, <laughs> mm-hmm. it does not say that it says built on the foundation of the apostles, prophets, Christ right. Jesus himself being the cornerstone. We right. need to be humble and, and we can't do that. And, and that goes outside of scripture. Like I was saying, that goes in prayer. We need to be humble mm-hmm. and, in community, we need to be humble and and submit ourselves to mm-hmm. others and submit ourselves to the Word of God because if you don't do that, mm-hmm. things like this are going to happen. Yeah. So I, I think one of the bigger temptations is because a person doesn't understand it, then they don't have to follow it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that I feel is one of the more dangerous of the assumptions to make is that I yeah. have to understand it in order to follow it. And in actuality, that is the opposite mm-hmm. of, of, of the thing that needs to occur just because I don't understand it doesn't, I mean that I'm, I'm, I'm able to just toss that out. If that is the case, then there's many things I can toss out because I am a big dumb, dumb, mm-hmm. uh, and in uh, to be honest, the mind of Christ being infinite, you know, mm-hmm. the mind of God being infinite, there are plenty of things I'm not going to understand, but I, I don't get to just pass those off because I don't get it. And right. in fact, if there's any person I do need to trust beyond me, it's a person whose understanding is infinite. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that case, if it's clear that this is a, the, the, the thing scripture's telling us, I don't get to go, well, I disagree. Mm-hmm. Well, no, it's I don't understand. And that is, For sure. is, is different. Um, There's so many scenarios in life, too, where we we do things without understanding it. Mm-hmm. And that's what's so funny about 
um, about faith. And I, I also mm-hmm. think that's what um, is so special about it in a way mm-hmm. that, that Christianity or whatever other religion you're searching for to fill that hole in your heart, like there is a hole there. And mm-hmm. there's we we are extra wary about religion, right? For for a good reason. I think that's right. what we're designed to to do. But yeah. there's so many other scenarios in life. Like I get on a plane, I have no idea how that thing works, but I'll trust my life with it. Right. Um, and there's so many scenarios Plane, like that in life. Planes, I kind of get. This is a quick aside. Planes, yeah. I kind of understand because I get it based on the thing and kind of the lift. Mm-hmm. But if you check into the physics of a helicopter, we're just trying to pee on God with that one. <laughs> yeah. Like people say like, Hey, how does the helicopter go up? And they're like, Oh, I don't know. A uh, blade go were really fast. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like someone put out an article like, Oh, a helicopter should not be in the air. Mm-hmm. We don't know physics wise. Why that do. I'm like, Oh, Oh, <laughs> Anyway, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, there's so many things in our life, mm-hmm. like like an airplane or right. other things. I mean, the common thing that's brought up is like mm-hmm. a chair. You know, like you sat in a chair and you just assume. I mean, well, you know how a chair works. That's yeah. kind of a bad example. But there are things in life. Um, I mean, you could bring up – I'm just going to be very right. politically pointed here. You could bring up a vaccine. You know, the, I don't understand that. but A vaccine. We would never do a whole episode on that. <laughs> Danny already did Wink. that. Go watch that for all your vaccine concerns. Um, I, I, I didn't even address the vaccine. You didn't? No, it was like everyone chill out. No, because here, here, in case, in, for people who only only like Caleb and hate me, I'm going to give you the whole gist of that mm-hmm. previous episode. Uh, I'm not a doctor. No, that's it. Yeah. Um, like, <laughs> I'm not a doctor, so I'm not going to say get the vaccine or don't. I'm going to say... Everyone chill out and stop spiritualizing it. It's not the savior and it's not the mark of the beast. Mm-hmm. So everyone, just calm down. Just calm yeah. down a little bit. Yeah. I, I get yourself a Gatorade or depending on y- y- your denomination, a drink. Uh, not you, Baptist. Uh, and just chill out. Yeah. Sorry. I this agree. was a really weird tangent we went on. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. What my oh, yeah. I was talking about... There... There's a point where, like you, it's okay to not know everything, mm-hmm. and and you can be I, a very good Christian, right? And and I'll even go a step further. You don't know everything mm-hmm. and won't. Yeah. So stop trying. I mean, stop pretending as if like, no, I know all the things. I'm fine. I'm smarter than all the other people, and I can ask like, but what if the Bible were wrong? But it's not. I mean, so so arguing counterfactuals is to me a pointless exercise of. But that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But yeah, and 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 I've heard a few people preach on things that were counterfactuals. Um, there was a. Uh, I am okay calling this person out because this was the worst sermon I've ever heard in my life. A person preached a sermon on what it would do to our theology if there were aliens on other planets. Mm-hmm. Now, that was not a point to a sermon that he was trying to get us to think. Right. That he, he took the passage of Abraham counting the stars in in the sky and said, but what if there were life on any of those? Okay, first of all, they're stars, so they would burn <laughs> up immediately uh, unless they were massive, you know, kind That's of fire-based nice. creatures. Yeah. So also, if you... 
if you're reading that part of Genesis of God telling Abraham count the stars and go, well, there's got to be life on any of those, then you have missed the whole point of Scripture. And this is a stupid sermon that you killed 30 minutes of my time that I can't get back because it had Mm -hmm. nothing to do with anything. Didn't talk about the glory of God, didn't talk about applying faith to anything, took Scripture out of context, and then never quoted Scripture again because how could you? Mm -hmm. Uh, There there is no point to any of that. And then at the end, he he said, um, and I know some of you out there are thinking, well, what does this have to do with anything? And then, like, I kid you not, three people turned to me and said, is he talking about you? And I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, small church, anyway. Right. And I had this face <laughs> the yeah, whole time. He's making a confused like, huh? face, by the way. No, well, no the it, it's not quite confused. It's... Oh, what the heck It's face. confused, but bull... Mm-hmm. You know, like, like I'm confused that you're where you are, and like, I'm existentially confused about the situation. But um, all the all this to say, it was uh, this idea of arguing a thing that is counterfactual that it uh, it's not a thing. Mm-hmm. So if I spend all my time debating a thing that didn't occur. It, then and it doesn't point to the glory of God. It doesn't encourage us in our faith. It doesn't encourage us to mm-hmm. step, uh, to keep in step to the Spirit. It doesn't do any of that. Then what? What does it even matter? Right. Right. I mean, Scripture, Christianity, all these things aren't intended to be this just academic thinky exercise that I can puff my. Self up at the right. end of it, it's intended to glorify God and be good stewards of our of our minds and worship God in spirit and in truth. Um, yeah. And and if I'm a, approaching it in any other type of a manner than trying to worship God in spirit and in truth, uh, then I'm doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You need. We need to keep a very watchful eye. Mm -hmm. on arrogance and pride Mm -hmm. in our lives whether that's us or someone Mm -hmm. we we should not we should not at all um let that pass by if you know someone that's Mm -hmm. arrogant if you yourself are arrogant watch it Mm -hmm. because it can lead to something detrimental Mm -hmm. it can lead to um you, you, um Mm -hmm. whether that's christianity or just some other area of your life that you the moment you start to trust yourself and not God, mm-hmm. there's going to be consequences. Right. Um, and and it's dangerous. I think that that is the one thing that we should be very watchful of as far as mm-hmm. something that might not be a sin yet, mm-hmm. but we need to keep an eye on. That's not yeah. confidence. That's not that. This is different. It's, it's cockiness. Yeah. yeah. And and you should if you're in leadership over someone that's like that, mm-hmm. you need to watch them. You do because it's only it's only going to go downhill. It's it's not something that is going to become fruitful later on, right? Or lead to something great. Right. It's only going to go downhill. It's, it's nothing good is going to come from it. And I mean, I know the news is just like story after story of pastor that flames out or any of that. I think mm-hmm. one of the important things to do very early on is get people other than your boss Mm -hmm. um, that keep the power and the authority to take you down a notch. Right. Um, Pride grows quickly. And the thing about pride is it doesn't think it's doing anything 
wrong. That's why it's pride. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if I've put the things in place to say, like this person, they, I've given them authority to injure me to the glory of God. Right. Uh, yes. I need to do that before it's a problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, accountability works best before the sin. Right. Um, so if if I'm trying to find an accountability partner as I'm struggling, I'm probably, to be honest, not going to find an accountability partner. If mm-hmm. I'm in the middle of it, I'm not going to find a person to hold me accountable because I'm in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. I need to put the things in place prior and, and and encourage people on those steps to to build on the foundation of the apostles and prophets and have Christ as the cornerstone. Right. And that occurs at the start, not in the middle of crisis. And I think that mm-hmm. distinction is super, super important to make. For sure. Because it, it affects everything. Mm-hmm. Like I was saying earlier, it affects the way you read scripture. It affects the way you relate to people. Mm-hmm. It affects the way you pray to God mm-hmm. and, and have relationship with him. So if you don't watch yourself, it's gonna it's going to to eat at you and Mm -hmm. it will destroy you because it it will you'll you'll go into reading scripture Mm -hmm. and you'll have a completely different um time than what scripture is intended you're gonna think about it differently and i mean go back to mark driscoll i mean i think it's a Mm -hmm. great example the more i listen to that podcast the rise and fall of mars hill um i think that i see that and and like you said the further you get into it the more it's harder to it's come harder back, to come back, yep. and and that's what you see in that episode is, or that podcast as well mm-hmm. is that nobody nobody could touch him at, right. at a certain point because it, right. they let it get too far, and and it's scary. Mm-hmm. It really is. Our our goal in the faith is to build things on Christ as that cornerstone. Right. Yes, that if Christ is the cornerstone, then all things are built off of that. And if I can't place it on that cornerstone because it doesn't. Uh, can tie into it or you know or it doesn't a mesh then i don't change the cornerstone or or talk about well but what if it did and then try and cram it in it's go like hey this must not be of god then and it's okay to abandon those things right and i think if i can get to that point of going it is okay to abandon things that are not of christ uh then things get easier well our perspective changes. Things yeah, are going to get harder, but sure. they'll, they'll it it'll it'll be easier to navigate the hardness of it. Yeah. What are I mean? We can we can talk all about you know be humble, right? We can say mm-hmm. that. But what is like one practical tip that you think you could give someone to um, take that next step towards that direction? <sighs> to be humble, or yeah. to to be humble, or or to shave away their arrogance and pride. Um. We so already brought like, up one, which is accountability, but yeah, that, that that's really the one. I was gonna go back to that one because it's such well, yeah, a good talk one. More about it, talk um, more about it. I would go back to that because it was good the first time I said it. No, <laughs> uh, w- w- giving another person permission to injure you is helpful, um, mm-hmm. and to ask difficult questions. No one. W- in, this is the thing that you need to build a habit of doing is being able to ask difficult questions and have people that ask difficult questions mm-hmm. because it's awkward at first, mm-hmm. uh, but it's so beneficial to the whole thing that if, if, if difficult questions are normative, 
then these struggles that I, I go through, I don't think I need to hide them. Actually, the opposite. Mm-hmm. I'm unable to hide them because I know I've told people, hey, this is where my struggle is and I need this to be blasted at every turn. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if, if I'm battling the sin, then I need to battle in the body of Christ, not on my own. Right. In uh, in giving people permission to say, all right, this is where my struggle is. Ask me clear, and and don't and don't beat a don't I don't dance around it or do any of that. Right. But just like ask very clear, um, wage war on the sin we face together, and then give them permission to point out things that I don't actually spot in me mm-hmm. um yeah it, because i do have blind spots all of us have blind right. spots that's w- why there's a need of other people to point out the blind spots of hey you were absolutely being prideful then uh and giving people per- mm-hmm. a permission to do that that'd be mine is is put people in a place of keeping authority over you in a practical uh sign that i think that's working at least for me mm-hmm. is is are you getting angry when they ask questions or they point mm-hmm. things out in you? Because if it's actually hitting your pride, you'll, mm-hmm. you're going to get angry. At least I do. Mm-hmm. I mean, may, people are different. But for me, if you hit that bone, mm-hmm. um, whether I show it or not, I will feel signs and in, in I'm it's thankful a, for it later. It's Let's actually, just put it that way. It's actually a pretty common um, pushback to being called out on on a thing that you're definite uh, doing or struggling through is anger. Cause mm-hmm. it, it's not even that I'm angry at that person. It's right. that I'm angry. Someone knows. Yeah, exactly. Cause it means I'm not as good as I thought I was at hiding it. And it means that you're going to have to give that. Yeah. At some point. And, mm-hmm. and that's what I dislike the most. Cause it's comfortable. It's yeah. comfortable to trust in yourself and to walk in arrogance and to think that, you know, a lot about something. Mm-hmm. But the moment someone points it out and you realize you're not, mm-hmm. and the real you realize that you're gonna have to trust God a little bit more in life, um, it's scary. But you're you're gonna get angry, but it's gonna be good in the end. Mm-hmm. It will. Absolutely. The more the more steps you take in that direction, it feels better and better. Absolutely. And me and Danny are not perfect at all. So be praying for us in that. Yes. Caleb is not perfect. <laughs> This is true. And I, I actually, this there's something to this. I think the younger you are, the bigger problem you're going to have with this. Because I think the older you get, at least I see in you and people that I know in faith that are older than me, you can tell that if they're actively working against that, that it's you can see um, how far they've come in that in their life just because of time. You know, I think that's a there, big helpful There's something thing. beneficial about having been beat down. Exactly. Over <laughs> like, time. And it takes like, time to do that. Yeah. Like that sounds so dark, but everyone <laughs> who's my age was like, nah, you did that. Yeah. Um, you know, in, in, in people in their twenties, this episode's going long, but who cares? Yeah. Um, when you're in your twenties, there's this pressure to, you, you have to like start a family. You got to do this. You got to get mm-hmm. married. You have to prove that y- 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 you're an adult. And so all these things are about trying to prove that mm-hmm. I'm 36. I did, I'm dead inside. So like, <laughs> I don't care. Like I don't feel the need to prove myself right. because I super don't care anymore. Uh, and, and I mean that in a good way. Right. Um, I've been through enough stuff to not be 
uh, as as torn up as I did get as I was like 22 or mm-hmm. you know 25 or all all those things. I've I've endured enough at this point to say like, um, yeah, I'll get through this. This was actually. You know, I've been in places that they that they said like, yeah, our, our church is in the middle of a conflict, and I was like, oh, I've I've been through a few of those. Tell me, uh, tell me about it. And they told me about it, and I was like, uh huh. So where's the conflict? And they're like, well, no, that was it. I'm like, oh, y- y'all are gonna, it's gonna be fine. <laughs> yeah. Did the feds get called? Like, <laughs> no. Okay, you'll be fine. You'll be all right. Anyone get murdered? Like, anyone get murdered? You'll be fine. Anyone did anyone on staff have an affair with anyone? In, in the church, which was, I don't know if I'm allowed to tell that one, but wherever we're telling that, that was my first church. Uh, it was like, you're fine. You're, you're fine. You're yeah. just, it's a hiccup. You'll be good. So, right. But, but if I, I'm trying to kind of imagine all the things I've gone through and even gone through in the past five years, if I'd been 22 and trying to figure mm-hmm. this out, I would. I would have been destroyed, and now I'm just like, eh, whatever. It'll right. it'll work out. And I think one thing my pastor talks about a lot <laughs> is success in the kingdom is very mm. different than worldly success, like right. you were talking about. Like, and you're young, when you're young, you have all these pressures to do certain things, mm-hmm. and and this is not. I mean, this if you believe the American dream, you might get on to Danny for this. But Danny's single, and he just bought a house late in his life, and has done all these things like. Un, very untraditionally than what you'd expect and I think that I've seen him and in my life I'm just encouraging you right now as a more successful person when will we get to the encouraging <laughs> as a more successful like spiritually mm-hmm. successful person because of that because you don't like you said um, you don't care I have no and idea not, what I'm doing I'm not saying this to give you more pride okay so don't think don't that. worry I'm not I'm letting you off the hook don't worry <laughs> I've never been accused no I have been accused of having too much pride <laughs> and I had to answer them nope crippling self doubt other direction <laughs> jokes on you I'm actually compensating <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like there's I've and I think that's kind of the purpose mm-hmm. of this podcast and what we designed it for is Danny's later in his life than I am and we get those two different perspectives mm-hmm. where I'm probably wrong more of the time than Danny but because oh, of that no <laughs> yeah 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 Danny's really just feeling himself I'm also I'm, I'm feeding jerk. you a little bit too much <laughs> a little bit too, I need to dial it back he, also Danny's hideous <laughs> not wrong um, but yeah I mean I think that the success, like I was saying, success in the kingdom is very different than Absolutely. what the the world uh, will tell you. Right. And so don't don't believe right. those things because right. it's just not true. But if you but but what if I had to have my life figured out at the age of twenty one? Hey hey, what if what if you, don't. you guys were to follow us on Instagram and Facebook and nobody special podcast? What if <laughs> what if you? Gave us a share on Facebook or Instagram. What if you liked, subscribed, and rang the bell on our YouTube channel at the Gospel Outpost? Listen, I know what we're doing, and I hate it. <laughs> yeah, like I, I, I really, I, do. I hate, I feel dirty <laughs> I do doing too. this part. Hey, but I, 
I, I led them into it. You guys weren't expecting that. And I feel like you probably were, you might have tuned out of the episode before we plug all of our social media. But if I you actually want to tune got back you this in, time. <laughs> we're on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play, and wherever else yes. you get podcasts. Or if there's an interest in seeing our beautiful faces, even though someone called someone hideous in this podcast, you can check us out on YouTube and be sure. Hit the notification bell. Give it a like. Put down a comment mm-hmm. yes. and subscribe. Um, there's like eight other things you have to do on YouTube. <laughs> I don't know. Just click some stuff. Yeah, click anything. Just Besides click around like on button. YouTube. Not even that. Yeah, let's be honest. Who cares? Um, you can also find us at thegospelpost.com slash nobody special. If you want to ask us questions or say hello, there's a form there to do that. And we will mention you on the podcast. Um and we love answering your questions or seeing mm-hmm. messages you send us. It's really, it's great. Um, and what else is there? Is that it? We hit everything. Yeah, we just did it horribly out of order. Yeah, we did. We yeah, we My we did hurts. all at, out of order. Caleb and I enjoy it, all all the people that tune into this dumb little show we do, yes. and we enjoy uh, doing it a lot. Uh, and we appreciate the patience both in the past and in the future <laughs> for what the schedule is going to yeah. be like for a little bit. Amen. It's a busy kind of a season that we will explain the reason behind it. Sorry, my brain had to filter out five different things to just make up a rumor about, uh, and I don't want to do any of those. Yeah, we will explain. So, we will explain. And and who knows, there could be a future guest on the show to help that explanation. I'll run that by Danny. After this, we've already agreed on it. Oh, we have. Okay, yes, we have. Oh, yeah. I keep forgetting our conversation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that's gonna do it for us today. I'm Caleb, and I'm Danny, and we are nobody, nobody special. special.